0: Welcome to Statements of Opinion. I'm your host, Francine Vasquez, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about everyday events, happenings, pet peeves, and everything under the sun in order to provide you with a fun and sometimes serious look at life. This week, I wanted to talk a little bit about the movie John Wick Chapter 4. I just recently saw it. And um, I probably should have reviewed it again before I did this, but I'm just going to go off the top of my head and talk about what I remember. Okay. Now, before I really get into this, I have to give you spoiler alerts because I'm going to talk about plot points in several of the John Wick movies, definitely the last movie and maybe some others. And I'm going to explain what the movie is about. So I'll probably give away some stuff. So if you don't want to know, if you haven't seen it, please go see it first. I don't want to spoil anything for you. So that's why I'm letting you know now. So this is your warning. All right. Let me just start off by saying, yes, John Wick 4 was disappointing to me. Let me tell you why. I, I feel like There comes a point when you have a movie series that has more than one sequel, two, three, four, a series, right? It gets to the point where it gets just so ridiculous and unbelievable. I mean, or maybe not unbelievable, but it always gets away from the main source material that made it so popular in the first place. And I think that it's hard to stay relevant and, and and actually stay true to that source material. So I love John Wick. John Wick, for those of you don't, who don't know, is a movie about an assassin who has stepped away from the life because he fell in love with a woman. That woman got sick and died, left him a dog and he has a great car that he loves and then these punks come and and basically steal the car kill the dog and so it's all about revenge the first movie because he's getting revenge on them so he was a retired assassin had stepped away from the game and gets pretty much dragged back in because of the disrespect and violation and the son is You know, the son of a a Russian crime lord. Anyway, the other part of this is that all of this is taking place in this secret underworld that nobody knows about. Uh, The assassin's world. like They have hotels where they all go to and hang out and, and spend time in and they have gold coins that they give to each other as payment it's kind of how they recognize each other and they have this code and and they live by these codes of of right and wrong and that's the whole thing that's the whole gist of the movie him spending all of this time trying to get revenge and then after that have varying degrees of that. He gets into trouble because of his um, taking out the Russians and he ends up going after somebody who tricked him and I don't want to go through every plot of every movie, but the bottom line is he falls out of favor with this high table, which is made up of 12 heads of the underworld And they put out contracts against him in, like, every movie. And they're trying to kill him because he violated the rules of this underworld. And then he spends the rest of the movie series always running and trying to stay alive. And hiding out and fighting every assassin In the entire universe because they're all activated now trying to kill him. So I'm not going to get into all the other movies any more than I just did. And that's a really brief overview. You really got to see it in order to understand. But let's talk about the last movie or parts of the last movie that I recall. I really feel like they should have (laughs) stopped because... I don't think this this movie does John Wick justice. And it doesn't make sense because there's a lot of holes. So in the movie before this, there was this adjudicator and she was going around slicing and dicing everybody who violated any kind of law or rule or anything because this person let John Wick die, live and this person gave John Wick extra time to live and this person helped him out. And so they're all violations. And so she gives them different punishments because of it. Where's the adjudicator in this last chapter? Now, it could be because I wasn't paying that much attention to the movie. And I probably need to see it again. Because I don't remember them mentioning her at all. And she's definitely not in it. So now we don't have an adjudicator. Now you have this Marquise. Who is doing the work of the high table. And representing them. And now he's going around. Doling out punishments. And trying to get uh, John Wick killed. What? Where was he in the last movie? Why is he in this movie now? Where was the adjudicator? And why why isn't she in this movie now? All of a sudden. You know? I don't get that. How come these 12 people... Have so much power. Over the entire world. And they don't do any wrong. How come. You know. One of their own. Basically. Forced John. To kill. A member of the high table. Right? In chapter 2. Which is why everybody. Goes after him. Or it leads to the reason why they go after him. How come there's no repercussions for that? He killed. His own sister, so he could take the seat in the high table. If this is a world that's so big on rules and tradition and honor, why would they go after John Wick knowing that he had given his blood oath and he had to now, he had no choice but to follow through with it. They knew what Santoro or whatever his name is did. So why didn't they let him off the hook? He should have gotten a pass because they know in this honorable world he had no choice but to honor that. And then when he does, you hold it against him. That doesn't seem to make any sense. That flies in the face of the honor system. Another issue I have is where's Angelica Houston? Okay, so in the last movie we see her she gets punished for helping him which eh, does she help him that much Uh, yeah I guess she does help him a bit but she gets punished for doing that where is she now you don't even see her and he has to get back into that family because they exiled him from that family so why is it that when he needed to come back to the family she wasn't the one he went to why was it somebody completely different That he had to see. To get into it. Okay. Another thing. Where's Halle Berry? She just disappeared. Off the face of the earth. We never hear from her again. Doesn't she need to be punished for her part in helping John Wick? Or no? Where's the adjudicator? Did she adjudicate justice to her? And how come the the Marquis. Or the Marquise? I think that's how they pronounce it. How come he seems to be just giving out justice willy-nilly, out of nowhere. The adjudicator already punished Winston for helping John Wick. So why would the Marquise come back and then kill the concierge? He's already served his punishment, right? He was already adjudicated. So why is this Marquise now doing it, and doing it indiscriminately, it seems? Who's get, who empowered him to do that? And if you have him, why do you need an adjudicator in the previous movie? And if you need the adjudicator, why do we need him in this movie? See, so those are some holes. Now, I admit, I do have to see the movie again because I did miss a few things. But I got to tell you, I'm not impressed with it at all. I don't think that it's the same movie. I think the more that they create and the wider they're trying to expand this universe, the more holes that you have in it that just don't seem to make sense and just don't fall in line okay so you're getting farther and farther away from what it really was in the first place and what it made us love that movie just throwing a whole bunch of people at him for him to fight the fight sequences are still great but at at some point it's like oh he's fighting people again oh he's fighting assassins again Oh, he's fighting somebody again. He's constantly fighting people to stay alive. And he can never catch a break. Like, what? Come on. At some point, he's got to have a break, right? At some point, they got to be like, you're okay. You can live. I mean, and now... I mean, I've been spoiling this movie the whole time. So I will put a warning in the beginning of this. Here's a major spoiler. At the end of this movie, John Wick dies. So... All of that for nothing for him to die, or at least he appears to have died. So that's his final rest in peace that now he's paid the ultimate price. He can he can be let go from the high table. Why does the high table keep making these these rules that are impossible to follow? I don't know. I don't get it. But anyway... Those are those are my major pet peeves that I can remember. If I can remember any other major pet peeves from this version, from this uh, last sequel, I will make a part two. But let me know if you agree, if you find that there are plot holes. And if you think the ones I found are the only ones or are there more? Or do you think, no, there's explanations for all of it. Just watch the movie again and you'll see. So let me know in the comments because I want to know that. And and honestly, I will watch it again. And if anything changes, I definitely will make a, a part two and correct that. But yeah, so that's my take on John Wick chapter four and some of the reasons why I was disappointed by it. Sorry. All right. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new content, and I'll talk to you next time.